0: Before we take a bite of the Xbox Games Showcase, if you want to check out a good gaming news site, drop by our friends at ParallaxMedia.one. They have some excellent write-ups of current gaming news, opinions, and editorials that I think you would enjoy. Also, we're about to hit 500 followers on Twitter, so uh, if you want to go up there and just kind of nudge that number up a little bit so we can say we have 500 followers on Twitter, that'd be cool of you. Yeah.
1: That'd be way uh, cool.
0: That'd be way cool. You know what's, you know what's not cool? What's that? Craig. D- Craig, is uh, the meme that is coming from the first game they showed during the Xbox game showcase. By the way, this was rumored. You remember this rumor, Rowdy? Because Rowdy gets angry about this rumor. The oh night of mic drops.
1: I mean, I hate mic drops, but if there weren't many mic, well, okay, I take it back. There was a mic drop at the end. Yeah, there, there
0: there were not really mics dropped at all. Uh, so there, there
1: was a lot of cool stuff, but not yeah, and mic drop worthy.
0: I did put out a PSA on Twitter just to lower your expectations because they were already saying, like, guys, guys, don't listen to the rumors. This is just games. That's all well, we're showing. We're not talking about hardware.
1: That is true, games. man. And, and it wasn't Microsoft that said it's going to be a night of mic drops. It was somebody else. Yeah. I don't remember who. F yeah, them. I mean,
0: it was it was in part of one of our fake Uh, fake news, fake gaming news segments, so, uh, and it was fake. Anyway, so first thing they showed was an 8-minute game, uh, demo of Halo Infinite. Now, this, before we start, it's been very controversial because it did not look as, I guess, as good as people expected, and we're, we're gonna go into a little bit of the reason why it may not have, but, uh, I'll go ahead and read what they said. Halo Infinite is the biggest and most ambitious Halo game ever created. Fans of Master Chief around the world got a first ever look at Halo Infinite's campaign. Featuring new gameplay mechanics, bigger battles, epic vistas. Vistas, vistas, vistas. Uh, they're they're gonna just put a bunch of Windows computers out, right? Oh. Windows Vista, yeah. And more complex visual effects than ever before, utilizing the full power of Xbox Series X, with a flawless 60 frames per second locked for gameplay, uh, campaign gameplay, and the freedom to explore a Halo ring that is several times larger than the last two Halo games combined. Halo Infinite will immerse players in the next chapter of Master Chief's journey. So, here's the thing: it was a big game. They showed they started this demo with a up close uh, face that was talking, like a guy that was upset. Do you know who that was, by the way?
1: Uh, I can't remember his name, but that dude is basically supposed to be like the uh, Cortana of the series now.
0: Oh, so whenever I, are we going to have this on Windows? You know, because like there's Cortana on Windows. Yeah. So am I going to have this angry dude whenever I try to get search for things on my computer? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he was upset when they were crashing. Yeah, uh, I can't
1: remember his name. They've said it, but I can't remember it right now.
0: So they do this zoom in shot on this guy, uh, and he shows, you know, it's showing his facial animations. Uh, people are complaining that they don't look as good as The Last of Us 2. There's actually a video going around that shows the games at the same time. Now, to be honest, though, they pulled this video for um, for Halo from the 1080p uh, live stream that looked like garbage. Did. So, you know, if you get a chance, go look at the actual 4K version of it. But um, at the same time, though, there is way more detail in The Last of Us 2. But there there are some things to think about there too.
1: Well, there's a, I mean, Last of Us Two is meant to be like an almost movie-esque type experience. Right. So they spent way more memory and time on uh, the visuals uh, of that shots. game. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and it's... it's I, I don't know, am I wrong about this? Is the game fairly on rails to an extent? It's story-driven, right?
1: What is that, Last of Us? Yeah, it's not like oh, open yeah. world. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely not open world. Whereas this Halo... <sighs> Sounds like it's going to be fairly open world. It's
0: massive open world. It's actually been uh, confirmed that it's huge. And one thing that I noticed in the shot uh, was that they're flying this airplane around, or spaceship, I guess you'd say, and you can see like massive draw distance in the background. Uh, now, they, I almost feel like though this is going to be almost an apologetics for uh, what happened in this video. Honestly i'm an xbox owner but i'm not the biggest fan of halo but at the same time i kind of want to be accurate with what was said or what was shown so first up the build that was shown for halo was actually made for e3 and put together four months ago during you know before the gobble so they haven't been able to upgrade it so this is an older one and it's cross gen i know you were talking about um the fact that you know, it, it's almost not fair to compare some of these things that are expecting to run on the regular Xbox One, which is uh, pretty weak as a system.
1: Yeah, so uh, uh, they've been talking about how you know, they, they want to create the ecosystem, the Xbox ecosystem. So yeah. for the first couple of years, um, all of the at least the Xbox first party games are going to be playable on Xbox One or Xbox Series X. So I guarantee you and this this is coming from a Sony Sony Pony fanboy, I guarantee you that Halo could have looked better, but they had to reach some kind of compromise, to where it would still look decent on the Xbox One X or, or I'm sorry the Xbox One, um, just because I mean uh, uh, how it, it's it's got to be hard to make a game that's playable on two different like uh two different versions of a console. So you make a game specifically for the Xbox Series X so that it looks absolutely amazing. But then you have to have a downgraded version to play on the Xbox One. That cannot be the easiest thing to do.
0: Well, and Um, this is a cross-gen game, too. Yeah. Uh, This is like a build... This is a learning tool they tend to use, these games that use a lot of the old graphical effects, and then they upgrade it after the fact. Uh, Whereas, and, and like you said... Xbox wants this ecosystem to where if you have something that has Xbox on it, you can play it. PlayStation's going a completely different route to where they're like, dude, you have to jump ship over here to play our games now. Which, I mean, yes. is the normal way they do things.
1: Sony, Sony, the only thing they've said is that if you release a PS4 game past June of 2020, it has to be backwards compatible on the PS5, but you don't have to make a game playable on PS5 and PS4 yeah. like it doesn't have to be forward compatible mm-hmm. I guess that's what you would call it uh, so yeah if, if a game comes out for Playstation 5 strictly for Playstation 5 it doesn't have to be able to be playable on a Playstation 4 um, and, 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 so and another- that's going to be another thing about third party games I'm wondering how many third party games are actually going to make their games playable for Xbox Series X and Xbox One
0: and, that's
1: <laughs> so. I
0: have a couple of quotes here. They talking to uh, Mister Greenberg from uh, the Xbox people, uh, and they said that the Halo Infinite uh, build that we were seeing was on a PC actually with specs similar to the Xbox Series X.
1: Yeah, I uh, saw that. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so um, people were pointing out, you know, that there was uh, flat lighting and low resolution textures uh, in official screens of the game, but they in. know greenberg has reiterated that looks will improve he also said quote the other thing i'll just say is it is a work in progress i could tell you because we've seen bill checks in every week and they make progress week after week so between now and the holiday it's just going to get better and better uh so you know that's uh that's the thing and that's actually though a problem i think though with this general Xbox games thing. We don't know what systems these are running on. We don't know if they're running on PC on Xbox One or Xbox Series X. Well, um, the
1: the beginning just said in engine. So yeah. that's, I mean, but it could that, be on that PC could be engine. PC or Xbox Series X. And
0: that's a common thread uh, throughout all the games. So it wasn't completely clear. And I think that's a, that is a problem. Like that kind of annoys me personally. Yeah. But anyway, here are some details on halo infinite 2. uh it is going to be an open world halo section to explore several hours into the campaign so it's going to be closed in at first and then open up uh it's going to have equipment system spiritual reboot uh so it's it's not going to be exactly the same as the ones before but it's a spiritual reboot uh, to halo 3 um, it'll be 4k locked at 60 frames per second now that's a big one for a shooter Oh, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of the Sony games that they were showing didn't really lock at 60. They were generally 30 frames games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are comparing this to the Unreal Engine 5 demo, which ran at 1440p uh, 30 frames per second. This is pushing millions of more pixels uh, at 60 frames a second. So there is something, too, you got to take into effect. If you're going to run a game at a higher frame rate, you got to take down the the definite, you know, what you're just, putting out there a little bit. Right I just wanted to, to do
1: your, I just wanted to do a your mom joke just now, but uh, I decided against no, it. Can't do
0: that on this. <laughs> Not while I'm here, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, so they say the scale of the environment is several times larger than Halo Four plus Halo Five combined. As somebody who hasn't played those games, what does that mean, Rowdy?
1: I haven't played Halo Four or Five. Oh, I well. played, I played the hell out of Halo One and Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play much of Three. Uh, and oh. then I'd lost, I'd lost interest when they started doing the was the ODST, the Halo Reach, Halo Four, Halo Five. I'd I'd lost interest by then. I'd become
0: a Sony pony <laughs> by then, and well, just was was out of it. You know what though? What's I'm that? gonna play this because you know why? Why's that? It's on Game Pass. Everything we're gonna talk about today is on Game Pass. I think that is the big Thing to take away from this Xbox game showcase, like to me, that's the mic drop, right? Because I can play every single thing on here without having to pay beyond my fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, I think except for one or two things. All right, so that's kind of. I
1: don't think I don't think anything, everything that they showed on there is supposed to be on Game Pass.
0: I think the Outer Worlds DLC might not be. I think sure. you might have to pay for it, but I'm not sure. I'll I'll have to try to confirm while we're watching or while we're talking.
1: I mean, I'll punch a baby if I got to pay for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. So that is what's going on with Halo, the controversy surrounding it. It has spawned the meme Craig because Craig was uh, one of the characters, just like one of the generic baddies in there. And there was a freeze frame on the game, and it just looked terrible. It kind of looked almost like a um, kind of remind me of Bigfoot a little bit but you know what kills me at the end of this halo video where it shows this huge world it's well like extremely well rendered the characters are not that well rendered to be honest (laughs) like and they show at least a minute of this uh i don't know this bad guy talking and it looks rough man uh so i i think they really shouldn't have focused on that at all on this uh demo anyway Eh, it
1: was it was the speech man it was it was pretty intense
0: I guess did I was you... distracted. So the ugly the
1: little the little characters, like the little like uh, short things that run around and go bah! like those <laughs> things. Are, those things are called grunts. Um, yes. Did you notice in one part where there was a grunt like flying through the air, like it had been catapulted?
0: No, but that sounds amazing.
1: Okay, so uh, it is confirmed that the brute. Characters can pick up grunts and throw them at you. Ah, like that's fun. Hulk, Hulk and Wolverine style.
0: Dude, that's an amazing combination right there. Hulk and Wolverine. <laughs> All right, guys. So that is the Halo that's going on with Halo. The controversy surrounding it. I, I'm excited because it's going to be on Game Pass. Uh, anyway. So we pulled all this from Xbox's NewsWire, which is like their official source for releasing stuff. Uh, so we're gonna start with the world premiere games, the games that are uh, nobody knew about until the showcase. The first one is a game called As Dusk Falls by a. It's Xbox Game Studios. Uh, the developer is Interior Slash Night. Um, it says As Dusk Falls is an in- original interactive drama from interior night a new studio compromised of a mix of award-winning industry veterans and emerging new talent headed by caroline marshall former lead game developer or designer at quantic dream uh the studio is focusing on creating ambitious and innovative interactive narratives it what what is quantic dream are they the ones that do control and
1: yeah they were the ones that did control and um that one before it whose name escapes me right now
0: gotcha All right. so uh, As Dusk Falls is a multi-generational story set in the American Southwest about resilience, sacrifice, and how the mistakes of the older generation transmit to the younger uh, so basically this is uh, the drama Okay Boomer now uh what begins as a focused tale of two families trapped in a hostage situation ooh that's not uh becomes a sprawling epic about how people grow and change over the decades now it's it's got a lot of still frames in it it looks like they took photos of people acting and then painted over them or did a digital painting over it uh the game looks interesting uh it doesn't look like i don't know how the heck it plays do you remember this one
1: yeah, um, I don't think they actually showed any gameplay. They ju- or I mean, if they did, um, it's th- going to be weird.
0: It says uh, interactive drama, so that sounds to me like a um, kind of like those tales of games or not. Yeah, tales, it's,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, the tales of games. They're made by Telltale.
0: Yeah. Whenever I think of tales of, um, I was thinking tales of Symphonia, but uh, <laughs> that's not right. Tales no. of like um, the the zombie thing.
1: Yeah, there was, like, the Walking yeah. Dead ones, and they yeah, even had, those. like, their their original ones, like um, the one about the werewolves, whose name uh, escapes. Oh, my God, everything. I can't think of anything right now. Uh, but, yeah, no, so the Telltale series, like, they did a lot of story-driven stuff. Um, it's, it's not real. Uh, there's not a whole lot of stuff that you need to know controller-wise. Um, they're just really good stories all around. Yeah. But not my type of game.
0: Gotcha. But
1: seeing as it comes to Game Pass, you know, I might play, you know, oh, 2 yeah. minutes or so of it to see
0: until I hate it or yeah. like it. Yeah, and that's the great thing. <laughs> I can it's it's like a demo, but full game. All right, next up is the one that I'm probably the most excited about, Rowdy. Oh no. Most excited uh avowed. Now, it's by Obsidian, which, as you know, I'm a huge fan of of Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, their next epic game is going to be a first-person RPG set in the fantasy world of Eora. Do you know where and Eora is?
1: Where, I was gonna, I was just about to ask you where where is Eora, or where where does it take place at? What what story does it take place? Rowdy in?
0: knows because I've been talking to him incessantly about this over text messages, <laughs> and. He doesn't know that I've been screenshotting theories on this game from Reddit. But uh, that might show up in a future podcast. Anyway, uh, (laughs) Eora is part of the world in lore from the best gaming series ever, Pillars of Eternity. Dun, dun, dun. Yes! Now, this is not a CRPG in the same vein. This is more like a Skyrim. But if it's going to follow the lore... Of pillars of attorney to me this is going to have a much better story than skyrim um so i'm pretty darn excited about this uh you see in the uh video of it where they're talking about oaths and you know is it you know do you want to have this kind of oath to be king or things like that uh as they shoot an arrow through it goes through a skeleton and then uh into the ground and you see your character pop up essentially he's got a sword with runes on it and then creates a rune uh with his left hand so it is definitely going to have some sort of magic and weapon dual wielding now the game was most likely showing cg um cgi so it it probably wasn't in game until you got into the cave because there was some anti-aliasing on the sword uh that was noticeable so if the in-game shot of it is really what it looks like. It's going to look fantastic. Granted, we didn't see any enemies, but the lighting looked really cool. Uh, it's basically just going to be a dark, first-person, wor- first hopefully open-world RPG. And if it's done by the folks at Obsidian, who just got done with the fantastic Outer Worlds, and actually, they're not done. They're making DLC. Um, I can't be more excited for it. Like, It's kind of dumb how excited it- I am.
1: I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be about the size of uh, the outer worlds because when you start playing Skyrim and there's just so much you could do in it, it just kind of drags now. So as long as for me, as long as they make it like the size and interactivity of the outer worlds, I'm cool with that. But since it's, you know, Xbox series X, it's probably going to be bigger then outer worlds still cool with it just as long as there's not enough not a bunch of wasted space like in skyrim and oblivion and fallout and stuff like that
0: so and the thing that is good about pillars in that series uh in the game itself is the character creation is spot on it's it's about as good as uh dungeons and dragons and so i would replay the game multiple times just to talk to people and have different things happen but also try to role play that character because there was a lot of choice based on what you were saying and how it affected the world so i could see them doing a smaller game like outer worlds because they are very heavy on the choices you make and what you can say based on your specs and skills and things like that it would make sense based on the games they've done in the past. And I think they're better games in general. Uh, if y'all don't remember, Obsidian is the one that also did Fallout uh, New Vegas, which plays a bit differently than some of the other Fallouts. Yeah, um, man,
1: that's that's my favorite Fallout game.
0: Yeah, it, it's going to be fantastic, hopefully. I can't wait to see some gameplay. Um, but I think it's going to take place before Pillars of Eternity, just based on some signs that I've seen and it might happen uh, so in a place called a deer
1: an, another thing I want to point out about this is this one and a couple of more games that we're going to talk about um, on this podcast uh, it's listed as only coming out for Xbox Series yes. X and PC as well as being on Game Pass it doesn't mention anything about the Xbox One so we're probably looking at you know, at least two years or more before this game comes out so that's probably going to be outside of the range where Xbox or Microsoft is finally like, "Look, you got to upgrade if you want the good games." Yeah,
0: it's it's time to move on, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah, I mean, like with like we were talking about Halo before this. Halo's been in development for over five years. Oh yeah. You know, uh, so this game is apparently newer, and you know they haven't been done with Outer Worlds too long. Yeah. But I almost want to take a bet that this game will release before the next Elder Scrolls. Well, oh, yeah, before the next got... good Elder Scrolls, sorry, you know they're going to release, like, freaking Skyrim 76. Well,
1: uh... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, actually, they do have the Elder Scrolls Online.
0: Yeah, but it's better than that... Fallout 76.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's what I was going to point out. Like, people okay. actually like Elder Scrolls Online.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I mean.
0: Yeah, eesh. I guess they already have. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, all right, you want to yeah, take no, this next one?
1: They have, they. Uh, oh, what is it, Bethesda has Starfield coming out before they'll even start working on elder scrolls
0: oh you six. mean uh yeah outer worlds uh
1: <laughs> oh i didn't even think about that till just now that's funny
0: <laughs> yeah no it's like it's like obsidian is doing this on purpose just to undercut them and bethesda just keeps making all the wrong moves lately like they have they have lost a lot of fans
1: i mean when it when it comes to their rpg series yeah yeah I mean, yeah. I still dig some of the other stuff they're doing, but, like, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, meh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, so so next one, this was actually the one mic drop for me in this, and it was the very last thing they had. You know, so you, you kind of see this fairy flying around, and then there's a, a sword that's sticking in the ground. And when I saw the emblem on the end of the sword's hilt, I was like, that... That's a guild seal.
0: Rowdy knows.
1: This is Fable.
0: Oh snap!
1: Like, like while this fairy's like still flying around this sword, like I was texting Travis. I was like, "It's Fable! It's Fable! It's <laughs> Fable!" Like, so many times. Like uh, I was so excited about it. Uh, but uh, let's see. This one's made by Playground Games, not Lionhead.
0: Thank Bob-omb. God.
1: Oh, Uh,
0: the gauntlet has been dropped.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A new beginning for the legendary franchise. Explore a land of fantastical creatures and wondrous places developed by Playground Games for Xbox Series X and Windows 10 and coming to Xbox Game Pass. See, another game that just says Xbox Series X and Windows 10. So there's going to be a few years before we see this. Don't get too hyped. Like, this was just... I mean, there was there wasn't even any gameplay, anything like that. This was just a CGI trailer of a fairy oh, oh, getting eaten by a frog.
0: Maybe not. There, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I had to watch all the Digital Foundry stuff for it, right? Yeah. And they pointed out there's anti-aliasing on the sword here too. It huh. could be partially in engine, uh, not necessarily okay. the whole thing, but the scene where the sword was there might have been in engine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm super excited about this. Uh, the first Fable is still a game that I love to go back and play every few years. Um, I mean, if you know how to play the game, like you could knock it out in like eight hours. But it's still one of the most fun RPGs ever. Uh, Fable 2, still an amazing game. Fable 3 was kind of a turd.
0: <laughs> now, if you're looking and for then... your Fable fix, though, I will suggest Greedfall. It's not quite as lively or I guess whimsical. But it's, it's it kind of reminds me of it.
1: If you're looking for a Fable fix, just get Xbox Game Pass and go play Fable.
0: That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. In the next two years or so, whenever it releases. Uh, all right. So I'm excited about it. I know some people that uh, have worked with Lionhead, so I'm going to try to reach out and see what I can find what they're saying. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, Forza Motorsport. Uh, this Pizza, is about-
1: Pizza Motorsport?
0: Pizza Motorsport. Forza! <laughs> By turn two turn ten studios, the Xbox Series X is about speed and immersion. Connecting players to players I just said players connecting players to the Forza universe and to one another like never before. It takes a whole new connotation when you say it that way. Yeah, because uh, you
1: don't you don't hate the player, you hate the game.
0: Exactly. Everybody's just trying to get uh gets gets uh, anyway currently early in development (laughs) forza motorsport will run at 4k 60 frames per second with scenes connected and dynamic ray tracing is coming to forza tech creating a dynamic world where everything is connected from surface of cars reflecting off each other brilliant red paint reflected off of detailed track surfaces and light and shadow interplay now i got really technical there by the way uh so it's going to be this is another one that will not be coming to the One X. This is going to be... Or the Xbox One. So it's available on Xbox Series X, Windows 10, and on Xbox Game Pass. So the technical breakdowns I've seen of this game are in Engine. Yeah. That they were showing. And it... Look, this is probably the one of the best looking games on there. Uh, as far as tech goes. So there is... So if you compare this to Gran Turismo on the PlayStation... Okay, Gran Turismo is using limited ray tracing, it's not on everything, it's mostly used for reflections, and then they still use a lot of the older tech for uh, a lot of the shadows and things built into the game, whereas this is pretty much full out ray tracing from what's been seen, and the fact that it's locked in at 4k at 60 frames per second is going to be pretty darn fascinating. Uh, if it's going to continue being as good looking as what was shown on the demo, now we haven't seen the outside world in this game, right? They pretty much showed an inside shot for this. Yeah. So I'm curious. It was, to see. It was
1: everything I've seen has been first person, and that makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would not want to play a game like that in first person, because whenever like I've done that with uh, Forza Horizon Four. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, on Xbox One X, you can only you can play in four K, but it only do thirty frames per second, and it's a little hard to play a racing game at that speed. Uh,
1: so I, I can't I can't remember which racing game it was. Uh, there was one on PlayStation. I, I was either doing Gran Turismo or Drive Club. I can't I can't remember which one, but the right joystick actually controlled your head if you were in first person mode. So like, if you wanted to see if somebody was behind you. You actually had to look up at your mirrors or look side to side into your side mirrors, and dude, that made me so <laughs> sick, man. I could not do it.
0: All right, so that one's <sighs> gonna look good. I'm honestly not a big racing fan. I'm just kind of nerding out over the uh, technical aspects of the game. I, I mean, did it's like
1: on Game Pass, so I'll play it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's all oh, we're gonna ev- say eventually. for every game.
1: Uh, eventually, if I if I get an Xbox Series X.
0: Yes. Uh, you'll just come <laughs> over and play it. Um okay, well, one day when you can. Uh Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh next up is the the gunk. The gunk. I love that name.
1: I, I don't know how I feel about this game.
0: I'm kind of excited because it's from the creators of Steamworld. Uh which is Thunderful Publishing. They they just have a way with words that makes me happy thunderful Dude. the gunk uh um, it's
1: so punny
0: oh it's puntification it's great it's uh fantastical it's punny. <laughs> okay uh <laughs> somebody just turned off the podcast it's angry at puns anyway uh so it is an action series that tells the tales of a steam-driven robot adventure uh, which almost every freaking game by them is steam-driven robots they have a thing for uh for steampunk uh and oh i'm sorry it is they're just talking about that they do these other games sorry their new game the gunk apparently isn't because i didn't remember seeing robots in there embark (laughs) on an all-new adventure in a vast and exotic world where you'll encounter terrifying enemies and challenging puzzles on your quest to unravel the mystery of a forgotten planet while saving it in the process their humor is usually spot on their games are sometimes a little small to me i'm excited to see them do their first 3d game and it looks good i mean it's it's nothing like super spectacular really uh but for a company that's really only done 2d games uh I'm pretty impressed with what they're doing. Now, I've I've seen that it might be using Unreal Engine 4. I'm not 100% sure about that. It is a smaller developer. Uh, so I think it's I think the name of the developer might be Blooper. No, that's another game that's on here. But anyway, should be an interesting uh game where you can uh, suck up the gunk is what it looked like.
1: The, you just you just like it cuz it it
0: reminds you of um Splatoon it's like reverse splatoon with a vacuum (laughs) it just looks like a fun little adventure uh i don't really have much to say about it because i don't really know what it's about just yet uh man
1: this next game though that's right up your alley
0: is it though
1: i mean you are a big fan of the series in the past
0: yeah so do you want to take this one and I'll, i'll comment
1: yeah, man. So we got Fantasy Star Online Two: New Genesis. It's going to be made by Sega. It's been made by Sega since the '80s. <laughs> yeah. uh, online action RPG, Fantasy Star Online Two, well known for its unparalleled character customization and battle action, with captivated, uh, which captivated the world. Today, we are announcing the latest entry to the Fantasy Star Online Two universe, called Fantasy Star Online Two: New Genesis. For more details. Read our full Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis blog post. So reading this, I didn't realize that <laughs> Fantasy Star Online 2 is already out and that Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis is a different game.
0: Yeah, apparently it's a standalone game. Because honestly, if you have seen Fantasy uh, Star Online 2, even on the 1X, it doesn't look that great. Now, it makes a lot more sense because this is like, what, a 12-year-old game? Uh, i have no idea (laughs) it's an old freaking game man but uh i I was looking at it i was so excited because i was thinking oh it's gonna be if they're gonna go back and do a fantasy star like regular rpg not none of this mmo junk right yeah no it's still an online i was getting a little bogged down by fantasy star online too whenever i was playing it uh just because it's an older mmo and I've, i've gotten i guess uh gotten used to the fancier, newer stuff. But this is supposed to be completely encapsulated into its own thing. So it looks man, all, decent. Hopefully it's good.
1: All I know is I will never forget when Fantasy Star Online came to GameCube and you were talking about, oh. man, I've got to work overtime shifts so that I could get the, the GameCube uh, uh, Ethernet adapter. Oh, man. And I've got to get the Fantasy Star Online gamecube controller that has a full keyboard in the middle of it and we had to we had to snap you back to reality for a little bit there
0: yeah man it was it was a good time but i never got that keyboard controller you know how bad i want that thing and they're so expensive Yup. all right do you know anything about this next game stalker two um it's a like a first-person shooter
1: horror game. Um, I really can't remember too much about the first Stalker. Uh, it seems like it was a while ago, and uh, the fact that they're making a Stalker two caught quite a few people by surprise.
0: And it's um, and it's coming to console for the first time. It's only been on PC before this.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, um, but yeah, apparently it's just like an FPS uh, horror type game wonder if it's oh, a little bit uh, like
0: metro exodus you know because that's kind of like yes, a horror game
1: that's the game i was thinking about they they, a lot of people were comparing it to metro uh the metro
0: series gotcha yeah it says uh the award-winning pc franchise loved by millions of players is making a true next console next gen console debut with s-t-a-l-k-e-r 2 it, it's got dots on it so we had to say it like that right yeah uh on the xbox series x experience a unique blend of first person shooter immersive sin and horror so yeah that what you said um man metro exodus was too much for me so hopefully it's not like as tough as that game (laughs) yeah like after work i I don't want to play games that are going to just stress me out and yeah it was fun yeah. though i mean from what i did play metro exodus was really cool but i'm a pansy whenever it comes to shooters without gyro right. uh all right next up we have uh another uh horror sim i mean wait no tetris effect connected that's no. not a horror game uh no. St-
1: state of decay three <laughs> is the next on our list
0: oh i'm sorry i did skip it <laughs> we do have a horror game
1: did uh, you play no, state
0: of decay too
1: yeah, I've played State of Decay 1 and State of Decay 2. And my problem with State of Decay 2 is that it just felt like the first game. Like, it didn't feel like a new game. It didn't feel like um, it should have been DLC that added stuff. Like, it just felt like the first game again. Um, so, hopefully, this time, it'll be uh, different. You know, it doesn't feel like the same game. Uh, but yeah. what they do have to say, uh, the next evolution in State of Decay is currently in develop, development, bringing the fans the ultimate in zombie survival simulation. Um, they, they're definitely good games to play with if you have enough people to play with. Um, having two players, uh, that's a decent amount, but you really need like three, four people to play this game and really get the full effect of it. Um, the video they showed of this was absolutely terrifying
0: yeah uh, i think it ugh. should have just been called zombie deer hunter 2020
1: Dude. Dude, so the craziest part about it is the zombie deer was eating a wolf
0: <laughs> you gotta watch out for zombie deers man i mean they Whoa. make good venison like when you cut them up and you just fry them and grill them and stuff no uh, it'd be terrible i mean you got you got to fill up a whole <laughs> freezer with zombie deer uh, ugh, ugh. I, I can imagine people in our area doing that yeah oh them's good eating uh put it on the back of your truck whenever you're driving home you know (laughs) all right
1: screams the whole time
0: (laughs) (laughs) probably Uh, okay next up is tetris effect connected um it's the original game with all new co-op and competitive online and local multiplayer modes this is tetris like you've never seen it heard it or felt it before it's an incredible, addictive, unique, and breathtakingly gorgeous reinvention of one of the most popular games of all times. So I'm pretty sure Tetris Effect is somewhere else right now.
1: Yeah, te- Tetris Effect has been on... Uh, it was a, a PlayStation like timed exclusive. Ah. Um, and I even want to say there's a PlayStation VR version of it as well. Um, but it just has this really good soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be just a really immersive version and visually awesome-looking version of Tetris. Um, I mean, if you like Tetris and you like games that are very visually appealing, this is for you. Uh, the connected aspect of this game, it's where they, they've added basically just multiplayer for it. Uh, what I saw in the preview is they had one where there were three people playing and all three of their... Um, what is it? Their Tetris whatever they're called that were tetraminos well the tetraminos are the little the little tetris things that fall but their screens were all connected oh Uh, so like one player had the far left one player had the middle one player had the far right
0: oh dang that's kind of cool though actually uh yeah
1: well and and to get a tetris you had to have it filled out all the way across all three
0: so you can you can play it with your spouse and instead of playing against each other, causing things to be thrown across the room, instead you can play together. And then one, when you inevitably screw up, you are then the problem, right? That's how that works.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. perfect. Yeah, it will be great. <laughs> I can't wait to yeah, play it. No. no, I'm actually weakest excited link. About that. <laughs> I will not be playing this because uh, Tetris gives me anxiety,
0: dude. So it reminds me of. Tetris and Luminous. Have you ever seen Luminous? Oh yeah. If you think Tetris gives you anxiety, Luminous will kill you. Yeah, no, I'm out. Yeah. Uh,
1: like I I will actually play Tetris, but like when it comes to other
0: puzzle games, man,
1: no, man, get out of here.
0: My wife actually got past <laughs> level 100 on Luminous this summer. Now she had Yeesh. to turn off the music when playing it though. The- so, <laughs> Cuz it was just too stressful. All right, so this this next one. I'm kind of interested in, but I don't know because it's Warhammer Forty Thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Dark Tide. Now, once again, made by a company that has a great name, Fat Shark. Fat Shark. Uh, <laughs> it's just been a as good going around eating too many like donuts or I guess urchin flavored donuts. I don't know. Uh, so.
1: License plate
0: donuts. Yes. <laughs> From the developers of the multi million award winning co op franchise, Verminatide. So that's going to be interesting that it's the same company that made that. Uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide is a new four player co op game set in Hive Tertium. Fight together with your friends against hordes of enemies in this new Warhammer 40,000 adventure. It looks, it kind of reminds me of some of the fights in, um, in Lord of the Rings, whenever they're down in the, uh, mines and all the goblins show up, you know what I'm talking about? They're like crawling yeah. from oh, the yeah. walls and stuff, except you got guns and apparently flashlights that don't work very well.
1: So to me, this looks almost like it could end up being, um, kind of like Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. I guess, but in the Warhammer 40,000 series. Yeah. But my problem with Warhammer 40,000 is not a month goes by that I <laughs> don't see another game released in the Warhammer 40,000 series. Now, there have been some really good ones, like the Dawn, the Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War series was kind of like, um, it was a real-time strategy, mm-hmm. almost like Red Alert or Command & Conquer series. Um, they had Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine, which was a first-person shooter that was pretty good. But most of their games are flops, man. Um, so since this one is coming to Game Pass, I'll play it. Yeah. But you cannot get me to buy a Warhammer 40,000 game. <laughs> <laughs> Not, now, now, if this one is good, I, I may consider it in the future. But I don't know, man. I, I have my doubts about this one.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm actually, I know people that are, that like Verminatide are really, really into it. So I think... Vermintide. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Verminatide. <laughs> Sounds like a cleaner or uh, something you kill pests with.
1: But... <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's Vermintide. It's like a, a tide of... Tide of vermin. Rats.
0: And varmints. <laughs> all right uh so in just a second we're gonna move to the so that's the that's the debuts right those are the games that haven't been seen before so next up are updates on the highly anticipated but kind of already talked about games next up is crossfire x uh from microsoft and smilegate entertainment that sounds so happy for a shooter uh, apparently Crossfire is a legendary PC franchise, and it's now coming to a console in a fast pre- fast-paced fast first-person shooter offering a variety of exhilarating multiplayer experiences and a cinematic campaign that explores the global conflict between the world's two most formidable private military factions. So, um, this one actually I'm seeing has some of the best-looking graphics. They showed a bunch of, like, clips of gameplay real quick in a sizzle reel effect, I guess. And um apparently it's nice and shiny in 4K.
1: Is this the one that is the Chinese company that's making an American-style first-person shooter?
0: I really have no idea. I actually haven't heard about it.
1: <laughs> Cuz there was, I don't know, there was there was a um I don't know, there was one conference where uh, Xbox was talking about? Um,
0: yeah, they're they're a ten cent base company. I'm okay. On. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> I, th- right. I thought
1: it was funny that like, because normally like these over the top ridiculous shooters like this are made by Western developers, and it was yeah. just funny seeing a game like this coming from Eastern developers.
0: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> actually the developers themselves. Now this this might be different though. Because the them the, ugh, the developers themselves are from Seoul, uh, South Korea, but they so whatever <laughs> um, the their publishers in the past have been uh, Tencent, it's uh, been Lido and then Smilegate themselves, but it looks like the uh, it looks like Microsoft Studios is publishing this from what i can see um at least based on the little snippet they have so should be interesting to see if it takes another um i guess another direction
1: i don't know this one's this one's too call of duty-esque for me oh yeah it's got Um, all
0: the all the calls and all the duties
1: i mean i could understand why somebody would absolutely love this game i mean it's it it looks fantastic Mm -hmm. and stuff but it's just it's not for me
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's for your normal... I mean, there's a lot of Xbox games that are going to be like this, so...
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, you want to do the next one?
1: Yeah. Next, we have... Uh, well, first off, Destiny 2 is coming uh, to Game Pass with all of the DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big part about this is that the next DLC expansion for Destiny 2, Beyond Light... Uh, is coming to Xbox, or or coming to Game Pass. Uh, Coming off, all that Game
0: Pass goodness.
1: (laughs) The next chapter of the critically acclaimed action sci-fi epic universe of Destiny 2. Join your fellow guardians and bring down the empire at any cost, even if it means wielding the darkness itself. Destiny 2 will also come to Xbox Game Pass in September providing members access to all the current Destiny 2 Standard Edition expansions, seasonal content sold separately, including the Standard Edition of the uh, of the upcoming Beyond Light when it releases this November. To get the complete details, take a look at our full Destiny 2 blog post. Uh, uh, did you play any of the Destiny games?
0: I, I played a little bit of OG Destiny. Uh, they were decent. I think... Uh, I don't remember what I played it on, but... Um, not a whole lot. what about you?
1: I love the destiny games. Um,
0: do you have number two? Oh yeah, I, I oh. beat number
1: two I beat number two twice.
0: So whenever um, Destiny 2 beyond light comes out, so I'm gonna tag along with you and you're gonna tell me what I need to do, right
1: So therein lies the problem. Uh-oh. All of my destiny progression has been on PlayStation.
0: It doesn't transfer over. This isn't like all connected in some giant ecosystem, and would be freaking wonderful.
1: It's not like a Destiny or like a Bungie account where it'll it'll all go over. Now it would be totally awesome if it did, Mm -hmm. because I would love to bring not one but both of my characters over to it. Mm -hmm. um, Because I haven't played all of the DLC yet. I kind of got bummed out in Destiny One's DLC because I just didn't have enough friends on my friends list that played Destiny to actually um, do the big. Uh, what is it? The Vault of Glass, which is like their big raid in that one. Um, they're really hard to do, man. Like hey. it's practically impossible to do by yourself. By the way, uh,
0: what's up? I-, I got I got a quick breaking news thing for you. That's actually Uh-oh. not that breaking news, but. Apparently, they added cross-save functionality way back in October in 2019, according to an article by Polygon.
1: So, if I could do so. that, I would gladly play on the Xbox. Yeah! Um, they added it this... with
0: uh, Destiny 2 New Light, apparently.
1: Gotcha. Because the, the way that the... Uh, Progression system works in the game is it's not like um, you don't get levels you have what's called or 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 like you don't have levels in a normal sense of an RPG you have um, light levels so uh, your light levels can only be so high and it's based off of the gear that you're wearing so even though you might have let's say I don't know a chest armor piece that You could take more damage and maybe better than the one you have it may lower your light level which then you'll do less damage and stuff like that so you really have it's it's it's, uh really in depth the way everything works like that Um, you really have to look at everything you're using um now what's crazy about this beyond light uh, dlc is that you have to use the darkness and the darkness is what you're trying to escape in the Destiny series. It is like the big, bad, unseen enemy. Um, so it's going to be cool to see the different uh, powers that you'll unlock by using this. Uh, it looks pretty crazy when I was watching the um, the demo for it. So uh, this is all uh,
0: really just a high-tech sequel to Are You Afraid of the Dark from Nickelodeon? Is that what you're telling me? Pretty much. Okay, cool. That's, <laughs> well, <that's>... <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: What was what was cool about Destiny when it was first announced is it was actually one at the time one of the most expensive games to make, um, and the reasoning behind it is it was supposed to be a game that for the next ten years never had a sequel, just add on, add on, add on, and you just keep playing over like uh, you, you, there's just more DLCs over and over again. So, uh, Bungie um partnered with Activision to publish it. Uh, this was after Bungie had given up Halo to Microsoft and moved away from Microsoft to be their own company. Um so Activision being what is it? Isn't Activision no Activision's part of uh a uh, 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 Blizzard, right? hmm Isn't it like Blizzard Activision? Yeah, the they they combined Okay, so Activision's all about trying to make money. So instead of doing DLCs for like the next 10 years, uh, Activision was like, no, you need to put out a sequel. Um, so they got pressured into doing a sequel. Uh, and But after, after all that, Destiny 2 became super, super successful. And Bungie was able to get out of their contract with Activision and buy back Destiny. So, now Bungie is doing Destiny by themselves. Ah. So, it looks like Destiny 2 may become the game that they were trying to do, where you don't get a sequel of it. You just keep getting add-on DLCs. Which is pretty cool, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, some people may think that's weird, but some of these DLCs have um, game-altering uh, controls that you would normally see in sequels. Like, if there's like, like game improvements that'll add on in there. New weapons, new uh, uh, magic abilities. So, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it, and I really do need to look into this cross-save deal. Um, yeah,
0: because uh, I just went ahead while you were talking, because you got me all hyped for it. I'm downloading Destiny 2 right now to my Xbox, so uh, I guess I'm going to start playing that later today. Dude, yeah. it's
1: really fun. Um, I forget what two characters i made um but i bet you would like
0: is it crash fist and or is it crash and fist fight <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: no i i may have called one crash fi- crash fist fight yeah. i don't remember <laughs> but uh but sorry yeah. that's
0: that's an old old rowdy uh a term. Aren't you going to name your kids that one day or so? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like, I'm
1: gonna have a son. I'm gonna name him Crash Fistfight Davis. I mean, you're it's gonna you're, be awesome. Your
0: name is actually Rowdy. It's not yeah. a joke, guys. The five so thousand is. I mean, I would
1: I would have to like top that. Yeah, absolutely. My, my, my progenies would have to have names like Riot or stuff like that. Precisely.
0: <laughs> All right. Next up is Everwild. Now. I was pretty excited to see this one by Rare, uh, especially known for Donkey Kong 64, right? That's their main game, right? Anyway. Did uh, they start on it? (laughs) No, I'm I'm just joking. But pretty sure they were Donkey Kong 64, weren't they?
1: Yeah, and then they did like Conquer, but like, I mean, they started way back in the day. Oh, they were originally Nintendo. I could remember Snake Rattle and Roll and Battletoads and... All that stuff from, like, the 80s, man.
0: Yep. So, this game looks fantastic. It's inspired by the beauty of the natural world around us. Everwild is a brand new game in development from Rare, where unique and unforgettable experiences await in a natural and magical world. Play as an Eternal as you explore and build bonds with the world around you. Now, it's going to be available on Xbox Series X, Windows 10 PC, and, of course, Game Pass. Now... This game, to me, from what I understand, they really don't have a lot to show with gameplay. Now, the video, or the stuff they were showed, appeared to be in-engine. It looks fantastic. The ray tracing and the lighting usage on top of the very cartoony... I, I say cartoony, but it's like a um, one of the upper echelons of animated films, like a Princess Mononoke stylization. Or it almost reminds me of like Princess Mononoke and breath of the wild had a child and this is what it is with you know weird witches and stuff but not witches but spirit guardians I don't know what they are anyway uh, but it's it looks cool uh, just from the art style I don't know if it's gonna be any good play though so looks
1: like Pokemon for adults
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Alright, uh, next up is... What about
1: talking about? Pokemon is for adults.
0: Pokemon's for adults. Well, yeah. Pokemon Snap is. Not the old ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, next up we have Grounded, which is an Obsidian Entertainment game. Uh, I actually played the demo a little while back, so uh, just look a couple episodes ago for our game impressions, and you'll find that. But get ready to take part in the development of your next favorite game grounded the co-op survival adventure game with a narrative led hook which i have no clue what that narrative is i think you're supposed to escape being a tiny i mean it basically looks like um honey i shrunk the kids mixed with trying to not be eaten by the scariest spiders in the world um and a little bit of fortnite but i hate that i said that Combining elements from the RPG world with the best elements of survival games, you and up to three other players, explore in the backyard from the perspective of an ant to piece together how to return back to normal life size. Along the way, you'll run into both peaceful and very, very hostile insects. And arachnids, I might add. Holy cow, (laughs) there is an arachnophobia (laughs) slider in this game. And I'm not that scared of spiders. Holy cow, the spiders are scary in this game. and uh, Just going to let you know, if there's a spider that looks like it's dead on the ground... It's not. It's not. (laughs) Holy cow, when its eyes glow red and it pops up and starts scurrying at you... Not good. Anyway, so... uh, Gather, craft, and build bases with everyday objects you find in the yard, or just feed your friends to the spiders. Ooh. Ooh. No. Anyway, so that game I think is actually going to be really fun. It needed some work whenever I played it. Graphically it looks pretty interesting. Uh, It's an Xbox One uh, game that you'll be able to play starting July 20... Hey! That's like two days from this podcast release. Oh, snap. Snap! Uh, i believe it's still kind of in beta though whenever it, it, it's like a game preview on game pass
1: so oh, that's cool man i'll still check it out it'll be
0: a little rough but i'm excited i want to i want to you know team up with some people and we're gonna take down these spiders so uh do you want to take the next one
1: yeah man um i actually i don't think i remember this one. Oh, uh, i the, do
0: do you want to take it
1: the medium by Bluebird team love that name. coming out holiday 2020 Uh, Discover a dark mystery only a medium can solve. Travel to an old communist resort and use the unique psychic abilities to uncover its disturbing secrets. Solve dual reality puzzles, survive encounters with sinister spirits, and explore two realities at the same time. To learn more about this game's unique gameplay mechanic, check out our full blog on The Medium. I do remember this one now, because I was just like, wow, this is kind of ridiculous looking. Like could you like don't you go back and forth between the two realities yeah it's like parallel universes like if you can't get past a part in one reality you go to the other one you get Mm -hmm. past it and then like there's puzzles that you have to you know toss yourself back and forth between realities
0: so it kind of reminds me of ratchet and clank a little bit in that concept where you're kind of hopping between different worlds but a little less dark than ratchet and clank right uh that's a joke but uh, (laughs) but anyway so yeah it looks interesting it's a horror game I don't really play a lot of horror mystery games uh, but the graphics look interesting Um, I'm curious they show split screen I'm curious if you'll actually have split screen stuff happening while you play occasionally Um, it would be cool if
1: you could play it two players yeah I don't, I don't, I don't know if that would work, but it seems cool. Yeah.
0: All right. So the next one is, uh, I'm pretty excited. DLC. I, I guess I need to check to see. Uh, but the Outer Worlds peril of Gorgon. Yes. I love me some Obsidian games. Uh, if you've never played Outer Worlds, do it. Do it. Yeah. It's uh, basically uh, do it. Space Age Fallout. In it's fantastic anyway so the outer world's peril of Gorgon adds a substantial amount of content to the outer world's darkly humorous adventure play a brand noir-tinged adventure that takes players to the Gorgon asteroid to investigate the mysterious origin of Adrena time while there you'll find new weapons and armor perks flaws along with the same freedom to solve problems that made the original game so rewarding and those who played the outer worlds with Xbox game Pass, you'll be able to grab this and future adventures or the expansion pass packaging both adventures for an extra 10% off. So So it sounds like I gotta pay for this.
1: Mm, but I don't know, man, it's worded kind of funny.
0: Yeah, it, I feel like I need somebody to uh, figure this out. Now, um, you can buy any game that's on Game Pass. Yeah. You know, for cheaper. For cheaper. So, I'm one of those people, like, I enjoy some of these games so much, I kind of want a physical copy, you know, in case they ever take it off Game Pass or just in the future to have again. So, I'm probably going to purchase this anyway at some point. I've just kind of been holding off because why? Uh, (laughs) what's, why should I buy it if it's on Game Pass? But, um, if i had to pay for this though i'm down for it like i have no problem with it Uh, yeah so yeah uh did you ever play this uh the first version of this next game
1: no um it 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 slipped under my radar man uh by the time i actually started paying attention to this game it was already a few years out and i just never went back around to it Mm -hmm. uh but psychonauts 2 from double fine is coming out Uh, Psychonauts 2 is a mind-bending trip through the strange worlds hiding inside our brains. Freshly-minted special agent and acrobat extraordinaire Rasputin Raz Aquato uh, returns to unpack emotional baggage and expand mental horizons. Along the way, he'll help new friends like the magical Moat of light voiced and sung by Jack Black. (laughs) Raz must use the powers to unravel dark mysteries around the Psychonauts team and his own family origins. For more info, read our full Psychonauts 2 blog post. So, Psychonauts, like the original one, it's kind of comedic as well, but it's about like um, a summer camp where these kids go to enhance their psychokinetic abilities, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just Really trippy looking the whole time. It's got a huge cult following, like most Double Fine games does. Um, and one thing I wanted to point out: um, prior to being acquired by Xbox Studios, Double Fine had actually scrapped all of the boss battles in this game due to money constraints. And when purchased by Xbox or purchased by Microsoft, they put the boss battles back in. Uh, I don't know if you knew that.
0: <laughs> interesting. So, this... Uh, by the way, I want to make a quick update for The Outer Worlds, Peril of Gorgon. Uh, I am finding from various places that it is not going to be included with Xbox Game Pass. Well, uh,
1: I'm not freaking playing it then.
0: Well, I am. I will pay the 10% <laughs> off price. Apparently, that, you know, I've noticed that that is a trend. Like, you, you see Red Dead Redemption and all these other games that come on game pass but they don't include the dlc oh yeah except for destiny 2 but you know that game's free to play already so i guess they figure look man
1: I, I i bet i bet the reason why they they're including all of that is because they wanted to put a bunch of hype behind um a bungee game on oh, yeah. xbox because Bungie, i mean they created halo right um so i guarantee you it's to to build hype for bungie being back on xbox Mm -hmm. well i mean granted destiny 2 has always been on xbox but yeah just hype
0: but yeah anyway back to psychonauts i've actually never played it i'll of course be playing this because it's on game pass i mean why not it looks interesting i mean the graphics were not anything special they were very stylized very flat yeah, I mean, but that's, that's
1: how it's supposed to oh, be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the art style of this game. It's got that yeah. real double fine sheen to it. Right.
0: Uh, let's see. Next up is Tell Me Why. Why? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Tell Me Why is a new Xbox Game Studios exclusive game from Don't Not. Don't, Don't nod, nod. Don't Nod. <laughs> Do Not Nod Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> the studio who created the beloved and award-winning franchise Life is Strange in this intimate mystery you play as twins Tyler and Allison Ronan exploring the memories of their joyful but troubled childhood in beautiful small town Alaska it's just a small town Alaska it's not actually called small town Alaska <laughs> they don't even give it a name i mean it's somebody from a small town that's that ain't right yeah <laughs> Using the supernatural bond that allows the twins to interact with memories of past. Choose memory paths to determine the outcome and uncover their personal story across three chapters beginning August twenty seventh. On the Game Pass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, if you if you really like the Life is Strange series, like don't not studios like mean, they're 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 or don't not entertainment, like they're one of those studios that has just perfected what they do and so they're just they're just gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Um so, yeah, I mean, if you were a fan of just the the uh, the franchise for Life is Strange and then even the little side story they had, um, I forget what that one was called, but they released it for free uh, just because they knew that anybody who was a fan of the series was going to play it. It was like the um, cap-
0: the kid that was uh, a little superhero. Yeah. I wanted to call and him Captain was... Underpants, but I think that was like in Doug.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he was, he was a character in the Life is Strange series. Um, yeah, but if, if you're a fan, definitely pick this one up. I mean, it's going to be super emotional, whole lot of storytelling, a lot of na- good narrative in there. Uh, definitely check it out if you were a fan of him. Yeah. Plus, um, it's on uh, Game Pass.
0: And Now that I'm thinking about it, Captain Underpants is its own graphic novel kind of comic thing. Gotcha. Doug had, was it Quail Man?
1: Yeah, quail man and he wore man. he wore his underwear on the outside and that weird yeah. like dog collar on his head to make it look like he was a quail.
0: Cartoons were weird back then, man. Killer tofu. <laughs> all right. Now, <laughs> now after that, uh, Rowdy had informed me that apparently there was a pre show to all this that I had yeah. no clue about. Uh, they had the summer game fest reveals because the dude from Game Awards is basically new E three. Uh, He just needs to work on getting us all together.
1: Jeff Keighley, I don't care what anybody says about this dude. He is basically, like, running these events for us over this summer. Like, even if it's not an event that he's putting together, he's still advertising for it. He, He advertised for the PlayStation event. He advertised for this Xbox event. He put together his own Summer Game Fest uh, this guy, like, he's been to every single E3 since the 90s. Um, he's well, like, I mean, just every single E3. Like, this dude is basically like keeping everything together for us gamers this summer.
0: And it's it's <laughs> great. I mean, you know, I, I do watch game awards, and every year, like, with a group of people, and we're just all like, ah, this, or, you know, but man, he's at least doing something. Yeah. You know, especially during this time. <laughs> and he did a fantastic job of getting it together. I just, I wish more, I guess I need to start following them and parroting some of their stuff, too, to get it out there. Uh, so tell me, what is this one? Because I, n- I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Look, I don't
1: really remember because I was watching it on, I don't know how to pronounce it because I was watching on really low volume at work. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say it's Balin, Balin. Wonderworld. Uh, This is a Square Enix game. Uh, Welcome to a wondrous all-action show, the likes of which you've never seen before. Balin Wonderworld is a wondrous action platformer game themed around the Balin Theater, led by the enigmatic maestro named Balin. The stars of the show Emma and Leo will use special abilities from a multitude of characterful costumes. Man. As they adventure into the bizarre and imaginary land of Wonderworld. Here, memories and vistas from the real world mix with the things that people hold dear. Twelve different tales await our stars in the Wonderworld, each with their own unique quirks. They will explore all corner, corners all,
0: corner, they will explore bird.
1: all corners. of these labyrinthian stages filled with a myriad of tricks and traps to get to the heart of each story. So this one, man, it's super colorful platformer. Um, I don't know if all these that we're about to talk about are coming to Game Pass. I mean, I'm pretty sure they are, but don't quote me on that. Um, if this one comes to Game Pass, I'll pick it up and check it out. Um, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the... Was it American McGee's... Um, what was that? Crazy Alice in Wonderland oh, series? Oh, yeah. Alice. It was
0: just called Alice, wasn't
1: it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, now, this doesn't look as violent and crazy, <laughs> but um, it kind of reminds me of that. So I'll, I'll, I'm thinking about picking it up, checking it out.
0: So the, the next one... I'm pretty excited that it's coming to it because uh, I didn't buy it on the Switch.
1: Dude, this game is going to be the next Skyrim.
0: <laughs> what? Well, hold on. Okay, so he we're talking about Dragon Quest. What? What is that number? Is that 9 or 11? That's oh, 11. I can't read <laughs> Roman numerals today. Yes, Echoes of an Elusive Age. Why definitive is, edition. Yeah, whatever. Why is this the next Skyrim? I, I, am I going to play this on a toaster? Oh, wait. I am going to play it on a toaster. It's on the Switch. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Because it was first released on PlayStation. Then it came to Switch. Now it's coming to Xbox. Then it's going to come to um, Samsung Smart Refrigerator. <laughs> then it's going to come Wise. to Ring Doorbells. Uh, um, then there's going to be the, you know, Amazon Alexa version of it. Mm-hmm. So... You just just wait. Oh, plus, uh, when you play the what is it, uh, S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, like on the Switch, it's also going to come with the 8-bit version of the game. Nice. So you could switch back and forth between the two of them, which I didn't do when I played because when you switch back and forth, like sometimes it wouldn't save. So I would have to replay a bunch of stuff, and I got really tired of that.
0: So I, I'm, I'm interested in this, because this is the type of game that I would not mind playing on xCloud also. Okay, so all these things on Game Pass, it, it, as we mentioned in the past, uh, Game Pass and xCloud are going to be combined in the future. Um, yeah. And RPGs that are turn-based or don't really require a lot of quick action are going to be actually one of those things that I wouldn't mind just kind of throwing up on my tablet or laptop and not necessarily worrying about a little bit of fidelity loss.
1: Yeah, dude. Cause it it is turn-based and it doesn't have any of those, um, like, uh, where you have to react to an attack to try Mm -hmm. and, you know, take less damage. Like some of those, I, I guess you'd call them like an active RPG or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah you just you just pick your moves and then go through
0: yeah so that's an that's an exciting one uh next up is a game called echo generation by coco cucumber (laughs) Uh, (laughs) echo generation is a turn-based adventure game about a gang of kids investigating supernatural occurrences in their small town once again town's not named Complete quests, battle monsters, and level up your party to save your hometown from danger in a heroic tale of childhood adventure. So is this? I, I didn't see anything about this. Is this basically like a family friendly? It.
1: Man, I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember this one.
0: <laughs> I have no clue what this game is. But Man,
1: I was I was racking my brain while you were reading that. I was like, come on, come on. I've you, got no
0: freaking clue. So I'm just yeah. gonna say uh, it's it's family friendly. It that's could be a complete lie but you know right. yeah cuz that's a <laughs> that's a heroic tale of childhood adventures right um, yeah, yeah 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 uh right, you, okay you wanted to talk about Man. this next one what is this
1: so this next one ExoMecha uh ExoMecha is a brand new free to play online competitive first person shooter that takes place on Omecha oh, a new and untouched planet with exotic environments ExoMecha offers you breathtaking gaming experience with its flexible playing styles mechs, unique gadgets, and abilities, and boss battles. Mecha is an impressive experience with team-based large-scale battles, a unique battle royale game mode, and an objective-based game mode. Now this, from the sounds of it, is everything in a game that I hate. It's free to play. It's got a battle royale in it. (laughs) It's team-based. It's everything that I hate in a game. I watched the video of this three four times now it looks awesome it, it's first person shooter you can get in vehicles the mechs are like these big transformer-esque looking things I mean I let out some expletives when I was watching this because I was like man this dude it, it's, it's <laughs> awesome looking now if it plays well we'll we'll have to see now it is free to play so I'll probably pick it up and check it out. It looks awesome, man. I'm hoping it plays just like the video shows. We'll have to see, man. It's it, it, Do yourself a favor and go look up the Exomecha trailer. It's awesome looking.
0: All right, so there are two more things on this list. Hello Neighbor 2. Uh, it's a stealth horror game. Um, that's coming to you, Xbox... Uh, game Pass and Series X and all that good stuff. Watch Dogs also, Legion. Al- I don't know if that's coming to to Game Pass.
1: Yeah, that's definitely. I don't not think coming either one Pass. of those. To
0: be honest, I don't. I don't think this list makes sense for Game Pass. But
1: no. What were you about to say? Uh, Hello Neighbor Two. Um, I think the first Hello Neighbor is also a game that's going to be like Skyrim. Just
0: comes <laughs> to everything. Everything. And uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which we talked about last episode, pretty in depth. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, next up, uh, they have listed on here the newly optimized games for Xbox Series X. So I'm going to kind of go through this a little bit quicker uh, just to wrap up this segment and then move on to our next topic before we hit bonus points. Uh, so we have coming up, they're going to be optimized for Xbox Series X. First up is Forza Horizon 4. Now, if you play the game on the One X... You can play it in 4K, but it's going to be 30 frames per second, and it's going to struggle. Okay. Um, it looks good, but, man, you really need some, you need that higher frame rate. So, I am excited to see that, because it's a fantastic looking game. Uh, also, Gears 5 is going to be optimized for the Series X. Um, then Gears Tactics, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Now, this is interesting. It, it runs already at 4K, uh, 60 frames per second on the One X, right? I think it does. It might run lower than that. But uh, they are going to have this game chugging along at 120 frames per second. Now, if you've ever played Ori and the Will of the Wisp, as you get higher level, you kind of have a lot of really quick action uh, movements You got a lot of acrobatics that go on. So it's actually going to be helpful for the gameplay to have a little bit more speed. But, dude, that game looks fantastic as it is. It is one of the best-looking games, or at least uh, side-scrolling platformers, that I've seen um
1: yeah i refuse to play it until they can get it to 240 frames per second liar in in 8k in 8K. call me me. yeah call me when that happens Mm, uh, i'm sure you can (laughs) on
0: pc uh with a four thousand dollar system that will melt steel from the heat coming out the back yes okay it has Uh,
1: has to have liquid nitrogen cooled cooling system
0: uh, next up, Sea of Thieves. It, um, that's not a surprise. It's going to be optimized for the Xbox Series X. Uh, it doesn't really say what it's going to do. I'm sure it's just going to be better frame rate, better HDR, maybe some ray tracing. I don't know. That's going to be hard to kind of put into there. So,
1: man, I'm, I'm I'm hoping they they eventually put in private servers for Sea of Thieves. I know there was a rumor about it, but man. Hopefully it does, because I hate getting in there, getting in Sea of Thieves, playing a whole bunch that you know you and your friends just wrecking shop, getting so much money, (laughs) only to just like pull into port and get annihilated and all your treasure stolen.
0: I think you can do a private one. Nice. Yeah, I think I think we've done some in the past, but it's been a while.
1: It's been a minute.
0: We need to go find the colonel. Right. And go on. (laughs) <laughs> glorious adventures again uh, by the way the colonel is uh we go to chicken Isle uh every time we play and we get uh the colonel who is a chicken uh no relation to kentucky fried chicken colonel but kind of right? no no not yeah, at all but kind of slightly <laughs> uh and then we put him on the front of the boat and he leads us to adventures we listen to his uh what he tells us
1: all right hey, we, we listen to his chicken fried goodness <laughs> yes
0: his chicken fried thought processes